Welcome to Wednesday in the Word, a look through the Bible where we talk about each book of the Bible. And this week's uh, book is actually plural. We have books, books of the Bible. So what, what books are we going to be talking about, Phil? We're going to be talking about First and Second Samuel. And I think most of us know First and Second Samuel as the story of David. Yep. But why wouldn't it say First and Second David? Because Samuel wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But, but anyways... But Samuel is the main guy in the beginning, mm-hmm. and this is this is the whole idea. Is Samuel is this prophet, and he wasn't prophet before, but he was young. He kind of goes up under this guy named Eli. Um, you'll know um, from the stories uh, that you'd read in First and Second Samuel. I would encourage everybody to read this because <laughs> I, there's going to be so many things that we miss when we talk about this. There's so much it packed into these two books um, that you got to read it. And it's a good story. Yeah, sure. It, people say the Bible is boring. But, I mean, you read First and Second Samuel, it is not boring. Yeah, I don't know There's, what books they're reading. Yeah, there are so many different things happening. But you have Eli, and you'll notice that Eli's sons, not very good. They don't do what uh, God wants them to do. They're, they're pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and Samuel kind of comes up, and he's doing what he's supposed to, all those things. Um, and then what kind of a verse that we'll talk about, not yet, but here coming up is, so is, Israel here is a what's called a big word. I'm going to use it. It's called a theocracy. Yeah. Um, they are governed by God. That's their law. Everything's governed by God. Well, because of the because of the priest's sons and and the prophet's sons and and all those different things, um, they weren't happy with the the declaration of what was happening. So so Israel's like, we want a king. Yeah. We don't want to be a theocracy anymore. We want to be a, what is it? A monarchy. Monarchy. Yeah. Um, they want a king, and God's like, okay. Basically, we'll see what we'll see yeah. how it plays out. Yeah. So they pick a guy named Saul. Good-looking guy, mm-hmm. strong, tall, tallest of everybody. Yeah, like a head taller than everybody. Some and, people have it all. Yeah, you know? yeah. Some, some people, people have do. it all. And well, turns out that he does pretty good in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, listens to Samuel. Seems to like he loves Samuel. Um, always tends to listen. But then there's a downfall where he doesn't listen. He offers up this offering by himself, which was against the law. The 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 priest was supposed yep. to offer the yep. offering. Um, well. Saul's like, well, he was so scared of what was going to happen with this army, and they were coming in, and he wanted to offer up this offering um, in complete disobedience to what he knew he was supposed yep. to, not supposed to do. So basically, God tells Saul that his kingdom was going to endure forever, but now it's not. It's going to yeah. come to an end. Um, and obviously Saul's is heartbroken over that like anybody would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's obviously what disobedience will do it, to us. But um, So then Samuel's kind of upset. Samuel's upset because the guy he kind of vouched for, and the guy picked him. God right, picks kings. Right. He does. Yeah. But Samuel kind of feels like it's his fault, um, so on and so forth. And, and God basically tells Samuel, don't worry about it. I got a guy after my own heart. Yeah. And this is when David comes into mm-hmm. the picture. Young kid. Um, hardly a king. Hardly a king, exactly. He goes to um, to Jesse and he looks at all the all the all the brothers like, oh, you know, that that's a good looking king right there. That's a good looking and, yeah. and God's like, Nope, 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 nope. And we get to the the guy who wasn't even in the room. The run. The, the shepherd boy, yeah. um, the guy who would be least likely to be king, um, 
Samuel, God, says that's the guy. Yep. That's the guy. Um, and then you see a lot of things, obviously, again, we're missing a lot here, so read it for yourselves. Yeah. Um, but, but David here, as a young boy, has to stand up to this giant army because there's no one capable of doing it. And what I would probably think myself, other than God's plan, obviously, is that no one really understood the power of who their God was. Right. Um, but David did. He did. David understood the power um, of God that that was anointed on him, um, and that's you know that's a cool piece for us as believers to know um, that that we have that same power through the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But they got this big giant named Goliath. Everybody knows. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time here. But David and Goliath. Little boy slings some stones, takes out this giant. Yeah. Everybody is amazed, but there's someone who's not as amazed. Maybe amazed at first, but yeah. not as amazed, the King Saul. Because mm. Saul is like, wow, man. David, the more years go by, and he's starting to get a little bit little, more popular. A little bit more right? of a threat to him. A little bit a storm, more of a threat. Right? Yeah. So Saul's like, basically, I have had enough. I'm coming after him. So years and years, David builds up some men. Obviously, you got you got the army behind Saul. You got Israel, all that stuff. Um, but there's a moment that I think is important for us to, to, to tell. Is that David had a chance to kill Saul. Yeah, he did. He had a chance to kill Saul. He did. And all he did was kind of cut his 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 garment and leave it beside him, and basically show Saul, I could have killed mm-hmm. you, but I, I I basically gave you mercy, mm-hmm. right? God God doesn't want me to kill you. You are king. That's the amazing part. After all the things that Saul did to to pursue David, to try to kill David, David's like. God still made him king. Yeah. I don't have the right to take his mm-hmm. life. So that's a huge, awesome piece, I think, in that story. Um, but then you have Saul's complete downfall. Mm-hmm. He goes to this this witch, this medium um, of Endor, and Samuel's dead. I don't know what to do. I need Samuel. Conjure Samuel up. Yeah. Um, and, and this woman is utterly amazed when it happens. She obviously has never seen anything like this, so yeah. her power was probably next to none. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the sideshow ones. Oh, have your fortune told. Yeah. It has no idea what and, they're doing. And, and basically sudden, said Samuel Samuel said, You're gonna die. Yeah. You're gonna die. And yeah. and Saul ends up taking his own life at the end. Then you got second Samuel. That's first Samuel. Yeah, yeah. Here we got second. I'm gonna run through. Get it. Um so David becomes king. He finally becomes king, comes king of Judah and Israel. You have this kind of unity um, between between everybody. Um really awesome piece, but then David screws up utterly. Yep. His eyes, like any man, really, kind of gets away from him, and he starts to lust after this woman named Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want her. I got to have her. He gets her. I don't want her husband around. Let's kill her husband. Yeah. Now, did he personally kill him? No, no, but he's like, send him to the front lines, and basically let's see what happens. Right. And, and her husband right. ended up dying, all that stuff. Um, so Nathan, prophet, comes in. Tells David, gives him this big story of the of a bad guy, let's just say, and tells him, that's you. And David is weeping and says, I have sinned before the Lord. He recognizes this. And what, what a complete difference between Saul and yeah, David yeah. here. When both mess up, 
he specifically says, I have sinned against the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he weeps, he fasts, he, he does all those things. Um, but, but unfortunately, there's consequences, and his son wasn't able to, to make it mm-hmm. um, through Bathsheba. But they mm-hmm. had another son. And that's kind of where I'll stop it here. Um, and we'll see in our next episode, but they had the, the, the son Solomon. And he'll be the next king. But there are obviously a lot of details there. But we do have a passage here. Phil, why don't you read it for us? We do, and it's in First Samuel chapter eight and we'll be reading verses five through nine and it says and said to him look you are old and your sons did not walk in your ways now make us a king to judge us like all the nations so samuel had uh, these sons and he appointed them judges over the nation um and they just weren't cutting it yeah just plain simple weren't cutting it. they were terrible they're taking yep. bribes they were yep. they were running things bad and this, these israelites said we need a king now so in verse six it says, but this thing displeased Samuel when they said, give us a king to judge us. So Samuel prayed to the Lord, and the Lord said to Samuel, heed the voice of the people and all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me, that I uh, should not reign over them according to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them out of Egypt, even to this day, with which they have forsaken me and served other gods. So they are doing to you also. Now, therefore, Take or heed the, now therefore heed their voice, however you shall solemnly forewarn them and show them that their behavior of the king who will reign over them. So these folks are saying, Hey uh Samuel, your sons who were supposed to judge mm-hmm. us, like in in the past, mm-hmm. they're not cutting it anymore. We want a king. We want somebody who's going to take the lead and, and rule over us. All we have to do is listen to them and we will do what they say. Well this displeased uh Samuel, but the Lord told him, if it's what they wish, yeah. let's see how it pans out for him. So they go get the, like you were talking about, go get the um, the king of, of Saul, and they loved him in the beginning. It was great. But I find it off, uh, you know, interesting that a disobedient, disobedient people, and the Lord is telling Samuel, they have been disobedient since the day I pulled them out of Egypt, mm-hmm. even to this day, that a disobedient people gave rise to a disobedient king. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they all faced consequences yeah. of their disobedience, um, some with their lives, some with their um, inheritance, some with their uh, generations after them. But there was there was a consequence to it. And I find it interesting that, you know, when we draw away from the Lord, we get exactly what we want. But oftentimes we don't intend for the consequences to be so harsh. Mm. You know, and, and you look at it as far as um, a lost person, what they want is separation from God. Yeah. They don't want to be under the thumb of the Holy Spirit. They don't want to be under the rule or the reign of the Holy Spirit. They don't want it whatsoever. And so when they die without the Holy Spirit, when they die without a relationship with Christ, when they die without a knowledge of Jesus or a relationship with God, hell is exactly what they wanted. They just didn't know that the consequences were going to be in eternity and hellfire and brimstone separated, which is what they want from God. Mm. And here God is saying, okay, they'll get exactly what they asked for. Yeah. And, um, and it's also interesting, you know, as, 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 as leaders, he's telling Samuel, they're not rejecting you. Mm-hmm. When we say something, when we preach, when when we are sharing the gospel, 
I think sometimes people can take it personal, but we have to understand the same principle. They're yeah. not rejecting what we're telling them. Mm-hmm. They're rejecting what God is doing or what God is yeah. trying to do. They're saying, we don't want any part of it. And for these Israelites, they still didn't want any part. They wanted their cake and wanted to eat it too. Mm-hmm. And so God said, okay, we'll let them have the whole thing. Yeah. See how it tastes at the end. And didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And you know, what I see with, with First and Second Samuel is this idea of knowing that God is the best king for us. Yeah. He's the best leader. Men will fall short. Um, we see that with Saul, his his shortcomings, and we mm-hmm. also see it with David's shortcomings. Yeah. Luckily, David knew who the Lord was. Yeah. Um, he understood about repentance. He understood mm-hmm. about those things. And, you, and when you read it, um, you get that idea that, that David and Saul, they messed up. But one of them had a heart for the Lord. One of them had a heart for, 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 for the Lord and, and what he's doing, his blessings, mm-hmm. all his protection, yeah. all those things. Um, you know, he did what he, he, the best he could. He messed up just like, and I think that, that story is so relatable with us. First and second Samuel is relatable in the fact that how quick are we to, to repent or to go after the heart of God when we when we mess up and and you're right you know the Israelites there you know it's funny that you said though with um, with sharing the gospel and that yeah. rejection sometimes we can take it personal mm-hmm. and Samuel kind of does that mm-hmm. here in the story um, and it's funny when you have Saul in the New Testament yeah. not not later to be Paul right. um, and and he's been persecuting Christians killing yeah. Christians and Jesus comes to him doesn't say why are you doing that to them. Jesus says, why are you persecuting me? Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think that when we understand that, it's a little bit easier maybe to, to it is. go after the heart of God, to share the gospel, to do those things. Mm-hmm. When you know that, that when people are rejecting or saying, we, don't, we want this, not that, um, they're not saying that to you. They're saying that to God. Yeah. Um, and that's what you see in this story. Um, that's a huge, huge piece. But, but this is sort of what I, what I know is God is king regardless of what the Israelites claim. And God gives them what they want. Yeah. And and that's you know we see the harsh reality, but then we see God's mercy through David, mm. and we see His blessings uh, through David. But but Phil, what's your final thought with final, First and Second Samuel? This is when you ask the Lord for something, make sure that it's a it's godly. Make mm. sure it's not for personal gain or because you just want to fill a void. Yeah. Make sure that it's something that that He wants to seek and pursue His plans in your life. Otherwise, you'll end up just like these folks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and uh, this is the end of our episode. Uh, if you like it, um, we'd like for you to subscribe. Um, do all those things we mention every single week. Yeah. Um, this has been a look through the Bible. And thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith. See you guys next Wednesday. <laughs>